0: Yeah, that soccer show is proud to be a part of the Soccer and Sweet Tea Network powered by Ortho Carolina. Go check out all the great coverage of soccer in the Carolinas at Soccer, the letter N, SweetTea.com. Here at Yeah That Soccer Show, we're excited to continue our partnership with Uptown Poor, part of the Uptown company, along with their sister organization, Uptown Catering. Hey, if you are looking for food or beverage catering for your next event or party, make sure you go check them out. You can go to UptownPoorCo.com, or if you want to see and visualize what you're going to get For your money, go over to Instagram and follow them at The Uptown Company. You can see all of the great things they have on offer. Thanks again to Uptown Poor for sponsoring Yeah! That Soccer Show. This is Yeah! That Soccer Show. Your one-stop shop for all your soccer coverage in Greenville and the upstate. We want this show to be driven by you. So make sure you send us an email at yeahthatsoccershow at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at YTSSPodcast. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome in everybody to another episode of Yeah! that soccer show. This is episode 35, and this week we have a very special Greenville Triumph SC-focused edition of the podcast for you. Lots of news coming out. I feel like a lot of news coming out soon about this team and about this organization, but we wanted to jump on here and talk a little bit about what's going on with the Triumph at the moment and the league in a sense. Before we get too far into the weeds on that, I want to let you know that we have some new exclusive Greenville coverage over at dot yeah, Show.com or you can go to medium.com slash YTSS blog. That'll take you to the same spot. So most of you know I write for soccer and sweet tea during the season covering our Greenville teams and our Greenville Leagues, but we are shutting down for the winter at Soccer and Sweet Tea as the seasons have wrapped up for all of the teams that we cover in the Carolinas. But Greenville is not done with the news, especially as the Triumph are pushing towards their inaugural season. They still have to announce the venue. They have to announce player signings. I feel like there's going to be a lot of news coming out about the triumph. Likewise, Greenville FC is certainly going to have some things coming down the pike, I believe. And so I didn't want you guys to be without a place to go and read about the teams. So I have created, yeah, that soccer show, the blog to cover, cover these teams in the off season. So while Soccer and Sweet Tea is on hiatus on winter break, uh, I will be writing over there at soccer at yeah, that soccer com or medium.com slash YTSS blog. So far, there are three articles up there. There's just an intro article, there's an article about something we're going to talk about on the podcast today, which is the USL League One season structure announcement. And just for you, Atlanta United fans, I've even added a tab where we're going to cover Atlanta United as they go into their playoff run, their race towards MLS cup. We're going to cover Atlanta United a little bit. And maybe even in the off season, as they start to sell and sign players, as they look for a coach, that will be a place that um, we can cover Atlanta United. Cause I know we have a lot of Atlanta United fans in our audience as well. So that's kind of my vision is to cover the, to cover Greenville FC, cover the Triumph and cover Atlanta United during this off season. So without further ado, let's get into some of the news coming out over the last week or so about the Greenville Triumph. First thing is first, the Greenville Triumph have announced open tryouts. So if you are a soccer player or someone who has thought you would be interested in trying to play professionally, this is a great opportunity for you to do so. The Greenville Triumph are going to be hosting open tryouts on November 17th and 18th. The open tryouts are on the 17th. It costs $75 to participate. The tryouts are going to take place in two sessions, one session from 10 to 1130 AM and one from 330 to 5 PM on that Saturday. They're taking place at Legacy Early College in Greenville, which I don't know if you've ever heard of Legacy Early College. I had not, Um, but a little bit of Google Maps and looking at that satellite view, it seems that they have a very, very nice soccer field. Does not look like there are any stands or at least a lot of stands there. I kind of wondered if maybe this might be the temporary home of the Greenville triumph for year one. And maybe it still could be, I mean, I guess they could theoretically bring in seating for that purpose. Um, but the field looks tremendous. And I think that's going to be a great place for the open tryouts. So that is going to take place on Saturday, $75 open tryouts in the two sessions. And then on Sunday, they're going to have two sessions as well. That will be invitation only 9.30 to 11 a.m., 4 to 5.30 p.m. This is not much different than what Greenville FC did with their open tryouts. They had an open tryout night. I think it was $50. And then they brought people back by invitation to the following sessions. And I know that at least a handful of those guys who went to the open tryouts got signed to the eventual team. So who knows? Maybe... Maybe some of our listening audience, some of the folks that will go out and try out for the Triumph there that weekend will be playing for the team next year professionally. That's, that's really cool. That's a cool, cool idea and a cool thought. So if that's something you're interested in, make sure you check that out. You can go to, you have to sign up. You have to fill out a tryout form. I forgot to mention that. You can go to greenvilletriumph.com slash tryouts Or you can just find the post that's pinned. I think it's their pinned tweet on Twitter. I'm sure there's a link to it on Facebook somewhere and on their Instagram page as well. So other news coming out about the Triumph this week, or at least Triumph adjacent. Uh, One thing is we now know the 10 teams that are going to participate in USL League One's inaugural season next year. And that is because... On Friday, FC Dallas, the Major League Soccer team, announced that they will be fielding a USL League One team. A little bit of digging and sleuthing on the internet, we can tell you that it sounds like the name of the team is going to be Dallas Tornado. That is not confirmed by the league. It's not confirmed by the team. It's not confirmed by... FC Dallas, they have not mentioned a name at all, but it seems like that's the name of the team, Dallas Tornado. So we now know the 10 teams and we did say at one point, we thought maybe there would be 11 teams when the USL rebrand happened. They put dots on a map that corresponded to the different leagues. There was 11 blue dots, one out in Riverside, California, or at least Southern California somewhere rumored to be Riverside. And it doesn't sound like they're going to be coming in in this inaugural season, but maybe they are planning to come in in 2020. This would give them another year to prep and be ready to come in at full strength. And that would put the, the Riverside team, the Rochester Rhinos, and Penn FC coming in in 2020, which would mean that you already have a 13-team league for 2020 right now before you started your first year. So I think that the the league definitely has aspirations to grow by a good bit. I think in their second, second year. Um, But for now you got 10 teams, you've got the Chattanooga Red Wolves. You have FC Tucson out in Arizona. You have the Greenville Triumph SC. You have FC Dallas's team, which is going to be probably most likely the Dallas Tornado. You have Lansing Unite up in Michigan. You have Madison Pro Soccer in Wisconsin Orlando City B down in Florida, the Richmond Kickers up in Virginia, South Georgia Tormenta FC down in Statesboro, Georgia, and Toronto FC 2. Those are your 10 teams that are going to be playing in the inaugural season for USL League 1. <clears throat> now, what is that season going to look like? Well, the league announced the scheduling structure for the first season and we want to tell you all about it but first we need to hear from one of our sponsors here at yeah that soccer show we're always excited to tell you about our sponsors so that you can support them because they support us and we're able to bring you the shows thanks to all of their generosity and that includes brad butchkowski of the wonder check realty group you can find him on social media At Brad Butchkowski, B-U-C-Z-K-O-W-S-K-I, or I am Brad B on Twitter. Or you can check out his website, brad.selling-greenville.com. That's Brad Butchkowski with the Wonder Check Realty Group. This podcast is sponsored in part by the Milltown Operatives. The Milltown Operatives are the official supporters group of Greenville FC, You can check out some of their merchandise and help support the group by going to teespring.com slash stores slash Milltown GVL. Make sure you check out their merchandise. They're launching new designs all the time, and you can be a part of the official supporters group of Greenville FC. Welcome back to Yeah That Soccer Show, episode 35. We're talking all about the Greenville Triumph and USL League One and right now, we want to talk about USL League One announcing the season structure for the schedule for their inaugural season in 2019. Now, they haven't announced actual dates or games. They de- announced dates in a sense, but not specific, specific schedules. You don't know, okay, Greenville Triumph is going to play FC Tucson on this day. We don't know that. But we do know the way that the league is planning out the season. So there are going to be 10 teams. We we talked about those 10 teams just a minute ago, but just to refresh, Chattanooga Red Wolves, FC Tucson, Greenville Triumph, FC Dallas' team thought to be Dallas Tornado, Lansing at night, Madison Pro Soccer, Orlando City B, Richmond Kickers, South Georgia Tormenta, and Toronto FC 2. Each team is going to play 28 games, 28. That would mean that aside from exhibitions, friendlies, and potential playoff matches, you are going to be guaranteed 14 home games to see the Greenville Triumph. That is awesome. That's huge. I'm really excited about that. I love the idea of getting to watch that many games at home and then just the thought of like, maybe, uh, at least one preseason friendly, maybe you do one on the road, one at home and potentially a playoff game. Like that's, that's awesome. If you get to 15 games at home, that that's, that's really incredible. And with the potential of, of hosting playoff games and maybe, you know what, let's dream a little bit and hosting the championship game in Greenville. Oh, uh, it's just, it's a dream. It's a dream guys. So, uh, the, what they announced was with the, with the 28 games, every team is going to play the other nine teams in your, in the league. So obviously Greenville triumph, there's nine other teams. So we would play eight of those teams three times, which would give you 24 matchups. And then you would play one of the teams four times, which would bring your total to 28. So I started trying to think about what makes the most sense for the four-time matchups. I think that if the league is wanting to build rivalries, is wanting to build um, things that are going to make the most sense in the long-term and things that are going to make the most sense geographically, I think that your five four-match pair-ups, so these are Let's just call them rivalry games, just for lack of a better term, the team that you're going to play the most in the year. I think what makes sense to me geographically is Orlando City B and Chattanooga to be paired off, Greenville and South Georgia Tormenta to be paired off, Richmond and Toronto to be paired off, Tucson and Dallas to be paired off, and Madison and Lansing to be paired off that's what makes the most sense to me. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. Just logistically, geographically, I think trying to work with the ownership groups to to keep down costs as much as possible cuz let's cuz I mean, let's be honest. This is this league with only 10 teams, you're very spread out from Tucson to Orlando to Toronto. I mean, it's there's a lot of geography to cover for a for a a division three league. And so I think in order to try to maintain the costs being as low as they can, having playing more matches close by is, is better. Um, obviously the one that stands out there the most is Toronto and Richmond, but there's not really, there's not really much you can do. That's kind of the leftover pair and they, it makes the most sense when you look at everybody else. Um, but then, you know, next year you get Rochester in there, you get Penn FC in there and then to me, you, you pair Penn and Richmond, you pair Rochester and Toronto, and it makes a world of difference. But obviously with more teams, you're not playing every team as much either. So, you know, next year is next year, but this year, that's my guess as to what will happen. So when does the league start? When will our first games be? The season is scheduled to kick off the weekend of March 29th to 31st and then the regular season is going to conclude the weekend of October 4th to 6th. Now, you don't have to do this cuz I've done it for you. That is that is exactly 28 weekends. Which to me means that if you don't have any breaks, if you don't take off a, a weekend because of an international break, I don't I don't feel like USL does that at the championship level. Maybe they do, but I don't I don't recall that being the case. But if you don't take any weekends off, you could actually get all of your games in on a weekend and not have any midweek games. I think that makes a ton of sense from a revenue standpoint, from a attendance standpoint for these teams to not play midweek games. If you went to Greenville FC games this year, you know that midweek games were the lowest attended, It's just harder, even in the summer, it's just harder to make that a priority to go to a seven o'clock game, be there till nine o'clock. You know, by the time you get home and clean up and get to bed, a lot of people have to go to work the next day. You got to get your kids in bed. And especially with children, it's harder to, to keep them out that late. So I think it makes sense for them to try and get as many games in on the weekends as possible. And it looks like they actually have the ability to do that and not have any uh, midweek games. And I think that's awesome. So barring, you know, obviously the other thing to consider is as a professional league in a theory in theory the USL League 1 teams will be eligible to participate in the US Open Cup. Those games would be midweek games. And you know what? I think like those are games those are extras. Um I think those are ones you just you just make it happen cuz US Open Cups a huge deal. It's a big deal to be able to play some potentially big teams and man oh my gosh just the dream of being lucky enough to draw the hosting duties for a US Open Cup match and having a team like Atlanta United or Orlando City or DC United come to Greenville would just be amazing i oh i'm just drooling at the thought of that it'd be so fun I don't know if they will try to host games this season without having their own place. Um, I think once they build the stadium that they're talking about building, they will definitely try to host games if they if they get lucky enough to get the draw. Um, but I'd say this season they might punt on that and say, hey, we're not willing to host. We'll travel to wherever we've got to play. So 28 weekends, 28 games starting the weekend of March 29th to 31st, ending the weekend of October 4th to 6th. And then it's going to be a single table. That means all 10 teams are going to, there's not conferences or divisions or anything like that. Everybody is in the same pool. The four best teams are going to make the playoffs. So the first weekend of the playoffs, the semifinals would be October 11th to 13th. And then the championship game would take place somewhere between October 17th to 21st. And I'm just like ecstatic because I'm thinking about the prospect of Greenville Triumph being in the championship and October 17th is actually my birthday. It would be an incredible birthday gift to be able to go and watch the Triumph play in the championship game uh, and hopefully host it. Hopefully we got the best record. We can host it. It'll be right here. Uh, it would just be a dream. It would be a dream, and I want it to happen so bad. So, guys, if you're listening, Chris Lewis, Doug Irwin, John Harks, if you guys are listening, let's just let's just win them all this year so that we can make that happen. And then October 17th, you know, let's just make it happen. That's all. That's all. Need. That's all you need to know. This is what has to happen. So. So you can now start counting it down, guys. We're only 21 weeks away from the season kicking off. We'll get through the holidays. This this time of year flies by. Uh, we're already into November. Before you know it, it's going to be 2019. And we're going to be amped up, ready for the Greenville Triumph to take the field, ready to watch this team play in a new league with new teams. It's just going to be quite the ride. So it's always great that you join us here on the show. i'm always super grateful for all that you do. Hey, one thing i haven't talked about a ton is our patreon link um if you want to be a patron of the podcast and help support what we're doing both here on the podcast and now over on the website, you can do that by going to patreon p a t r e o n dot com slash y t s s Um, basically what that does is that's just a way for you to support what we're doing here. You can get some really cool perks with that as well. I'm going to try to update that and maybe even add some new, new perk levels, new things you can, you can do. Um, but that's just, that's just super helpful to me. Um, and, and helps me push through and be able to be able to do more stuff for you guys, um, with like stickers and things like that. So Make sure you check that out. I'm going to try to put a link with our sponsors and whatnot over at yeah, thatsoccershow.com medium.com slash YTSS blog, um, just so that you can remember all of our sponsors. I know you hear their ads week in and week out, but just want to take another special, uh, time to thank them. The guys over at Uptown Poor, Brad Butchkowski, um, the Spice and Tea Exchange of Greenville, the Milltown operatives. We have a, a member of the Milltown. I know you've been hearing the ad the last couple episodes. We have a member of the Milltown operatives who's a patron who is using his patron money to pump out an ad for Milltown operatives. So that's why you are hearing those ads um, right now. So Hey, thanks to everyone for listening, and we can't wait to see you hopefully in a few weeks as more news continues to drop about this team and as we try to catch up with the guys over at Greenville FC real soon. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Can't wait to see you again.